0: I was gonna say that every every wrestler I met, like at Comic Con, was so cool. Bailey was kinda there, but Of course, the biggest jerk was MJF, man.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I've seen Mm -hmm. him do, uh, like, just appearances and and signings and things, and he's a real real asshole, even to kids and stuff. And it's part of his character, but, like,
0: I still feel like he should pull it back a little bit. Right, because especially at at Comic-Con, that's the place where people let their guard down, and there's, like, anti-harassment policies and anti-bullying policies that he just broke every one of them. You yeah. No, it's like we does. get in line, and he goes, Hey man, I, I know you people didn't graduate high school or nothing, but do you guys know how to make a line, you know? And I'm like, All right, it's just him being his his you know snarky self. And then some kid runs up and he goes, Hey, it's you, and he goes, Oh my god, you got me, you stupid little fat diabetic fuck. Oh. And then I just And like, the thing he, is, like, he's cussing
1: in little kids' faces.
0: Yes, yes. And that was like at the point I go, Okay, you know what? You I, I, I was so mad I had to go I got a refund. But then, you know, it's like you can't tell the wrestling fans, man, he was a dick. They're like, well, what do you expect? It's MJF. And then people are like posting, he drew a dick on a dude's face, and the guy paid MJF $80 to draw a dick on his face. And he was so happy about that, because MJF is so cool, he drew a dick on my face.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know about that.
0: Yeah, and also, on the, I, I didn't go on the cruise, but my friend was on the cruise with him, and he said there was a, a, a person in a wheelchair trying to get on the elevator, and he kept hurrying the elevator door to close on the guy in the wheelchair.
1: Wow. Yeah, no, he's a total dick. It's so yeah. crazy that he's like he's like that in real life, and he's just trying to play the character, but you know, it comes across as like that's how he is in real life sometimes.
0: Right, and, and, and most people applaud him for that because it's not easy to kayfabe all the time. And who's to say now he's not a totally different person because he's playing a different type of character right now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and he even like the other night he came on tv apologizing why he has to be addicted to people because he has this condition that he has to be a dick to you before you're a dick to him wow. and so it's not his fault he has a condition and then um the earlier baby. this
1: year uh his fiance left him and i was thinking about that and you know it's just speculation of course but like you would think that being in a relationship with him it'd be wearing on you that he'd probably be an asshole every time you went out to dinner just an asshole to people you know
0: Right, and that's him kayfabing. Is that, is that really him, though? I don't know, but I, biggest... feel like,
1: I feel like in a restaurant, even with his fiance, he'd be like, hey, buddy, where's my water? I asked for it 20 minutes ago, you
0: idiot. You know. Right, right, right. And that's just him keeping it up character.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah and but... uh, even the biggest heels I met were not – they dropped it during that whole thing, you know?
1: Yeah, and the, but a lot of things is, like, people say that heels these days are afraid to get real heat. You know the heels are trying to be cool heels like Dolph Ziggler yeah. and the NWO and and things like that. And these days right. heels don't want to get heat that much because they're scared of, you know, repercussions, slashing tires and things like that in the parking lot.
0: It was funny because last last a couple of weeks ago I met Dan Houser. Oh, nice! Yeah, I met Dan Halsey, and, and and like he's not in character the whole time. That, that takes a lot of energy. Oh, know? he's not. <clears throat> no, he's in he's in makeup, but he's just kind of talking chill. He's not doing that thing, you know, because it's like it, it kind of got to wear out after after. Yeah, like, you're minutes. right because he he was like, doesn't he, would wear out, but he so he was just cool and chill. And like I said, man, you got to bring your evil back to AEW because MJS evil is not cool. We need the cool evil. And then I told uh, I told Dan Houser what MJF did to that kid at the other place. He goes, man, what a piece of shit. I go, that's what I said, man.
1: <laughs> oh, man, on that note, what's up? Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Nation podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I am here today with a special guest who has the right attitude, Danny Bizongas. What's Yay. up, Danny? How you doing, How are we doing? Doing good, man. How about yourself? All right. Totally cool. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, I was trying to think of a clever way to say not with that attitude. Not with that wrestletude. Hell yeah, man. No, nah, that was dope. Yeah. Dude, dude,
0: dude. So we're talking he about totally...
1: Comic Cons and stuff. Uh who else have you seen who met at Comic Con that's super awesome?
0: Okay, this uh Um Paige aka um Saraya. Soraya, yeah. Soraya. Yeah, she was really nice. And it was funny. I also met uh, Trish Stratton. Trish Stratton. Was she mean? No. (laughs) No, 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 no. Her and Beth were so nice. And here's the funny thing. Okay, they were in a booth, and behind the curtain on the other side of them was Eric Estrada and Larry Wilcox from Chips. And, like, Eric Estrada, like, must have been, had such a big crush on Trish growing up, or not growing up. He's way older than her. Yeah, but he could not keep sneaking over to her side of the of the curtain to come see her, and and he was obviously getting really annoyed, annoying with it. And I was talking to her. I got her autograph. I got a picture. Are you going to put erica strata through the table? she's Oh, I'm thinking about it, really. <laughs> but you know, she's just keeping that attitude, you know, perky and and everything. She was really nice. I I, I was telling her because I had just gone to Canada for the first time, and I was telling her what I thought of her country. And,
1: that's she awesome.
0: Was, she she liked that. Uh Beth I met she was really nice. And then it was funny because when I took a professional picture with her they were going okay 1 2 I, I was going to button my shirt. So I got a hand I got my hand like looking like I'm putting on my junk while she's sitting next to me and I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is not a good picture." And I showed her. I go, "This this is not a good picture." She was, "Oh, don't worry. Let's take another one right now." I'm like, "Oh, cool. Thanks, man." So she didn't charge me for That's another cool. picture, you know, a do-over. That's cool.
1: Uh, one time I met, uh, I mean, a few times I met him, but one time specifically with Colt Cabana, uh, he gave us like three or four pictures for the price of one.
0: Right. But the funniest thing about like with the Comic-Con thing though, is like the first time I ever went, I didn't know they charged for autographs and charged for pictures and stuff like that. So like I walk in the first time and I meet um, John Wesley ship. He played the flash on the 90s TV show. But he's also played the dad of The Flash in the new TV show.
1: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So John Wesley plays the dad of Flash and then played The Flash in the 90s. So I wanted to meet him. I walk up. I say, hey, man, can you sign my book? He goes, yeah, man, no problem. So I'm talking to him. And so the guy next to him goes, hey, do you want a picture? I'm like, sure. And he goes, okay, that's 40 bucks. I go, oh, I'll give you 40 bucks for a picture. Never mind. So I start walking away. He goes, sir. I go, no, no, it's cool, dude. And he's like, sir. I'm like, I don't want a picture. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 you got to pay for the autograph. And then I, then I saw the sign, 30 for autograph, 40 for a combo. I'm like, well, for 10 more bucks, I might as well get a picture, you know? Yeah. But I mean, it's like, dude, I tried dollars. to outrun the flash. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. I gave not to to yeah. outrun the flash. <laughs> but it was so funny because it's like the way they worked at it, they, they He already got paid for that gig, so he doesn't care. He's cracking up as I'm walking away. This guy's yelling at me. It's like where where is this guy gonna run to, man? I'm a flash.
1: The other guy's you. probably his manager, maybe he gets a cut of it or well, something. Well yeah,
0: they um they have a they have some kind of manager like that. Every one of them does. They have little
1: people. All them theater. big stars, all them superheroes. collect the money. Are you wearing a blue rolled order shirt?
0: No, I'm wearing a
1: oh, KFA shirt, okay.
0: Tucky Fried attitude. I saw
1: the white square and the shirt looked blue, so I thought it was a BWO shirt. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm p- pimping my own merch. I, I I I'm not right now either, but I usually am. So, I get it.
0: I think uh, the other wrestlers I met, like um, yeah, Finn Balor, he was cool. Um, uh, uh Sasha Page, Sasha Banks, Sasha Page guy. I'm thinking of baseball and wrestling at the same time, man. <laughs> so Sasha Banks, I forget uh, what, what's her name over in Mercedes Rant, Miami, Monet. Today. Yeah, Mercedes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's dope, but she was right? really, really nice. And I tell people she was really, really nice. And they're like, uh, yeah, because you paid her for that picture. Of course, she's going to be nice. Wow. Well, the only the only time I've
1: seen her be not so pleasant is when she's mad at people for standing outside the
0: hotel or standing outside the airport, which is completely understandable. Yeah. And uh, you know what I'm, I'm seeing that I don't like is people, wrestlers getting harassed at the airport with merch. Like yeah, like there's a video that video
1: that just surfaced of uh, Soraya where they're like, oh, can you sign this? And it's like a hundred pictures. And they're yeah. just like laying them on the floor, actually signing them.
0: Yeah. And like, no. And then like, I think Rey Mysterio said, you know, come on. And he goes, come on. I'm a fan. And he goes, if you're a fan, I'll sign one of them. Right. And then and then he went on and said, oh, man, he wouldn't always sign one of my things, man. This guy's not cool. Yeah.
1: Then they turn around say, do that, oh, they're man.
0: assholes. He, he, he could have signed none of them, dude.
1: Those fans are the assholes, really. It's yeah. like they just got off a plane, they're tired, they're trying to get to their destination, you know, they may or may not have eaten, they need to go to sleep, they have a show the next day, you know, all these things. And and people yeah. just go, oh, can you send 100 things for me?
0: What? Well, and, and I blame that also a lot. Like the, they Obviously, they're trying to make a buck, but like, especially at Comic-Con, sometimes there's a, there's a comic book writer or artist, a really famous one. Then people want them to sign their books because you obviously goes up in value.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. But
0: they don't charge for autographs because, you know, they just don't. They'd rather sell you their stuff. But for whatever reason, they don't charge you for autographs. So people think they can bring up 100 items and say, hey, can you sign all these? It's, you're not charging, but there should be an etiquette. Hey, you sign three things and then go to the end of the line. Then sign three more things if you make it through. It's just not fair to people that want to just get one book signed that you got to stand behind someone. That's got like fifty. He's dragging fifty things through on a wheelie cart through the convention. Will you sign all this shit? Wow,
1: that's ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta pay like for twelve signatures at that point.
0: Well, yeah, but but they're not charging anything, so they're like, oh, they're not charging
1: anything. Yeah, like I know my one of my buddies got um, a Bret Hart meet and greet,
0: and they said
1: that he would sign three things.
0: Right, I did. uh, Um, I,
1: I yeah, I met Bret Hart too uh last last i did too i met there. him too and in fact uh it was like 2003 or four a long time ago and uh somebody brought up uh rick flair and Bret Hart goes
0: rick flair's a piece of shit and we're like yeah he is <laughs> oh yeah i remember like um when i met bret hart across from him uh uh daddy ass man <laughs> I met him too. He's huge. He's like, huge. He's a I, cool I dude. was shocked how huge Billy Gunn was. Yes, and you know what's funny is like um, it was Saturday after the um, uh, Dynamite, uh, and uh, Daddy Ass had been kidnapped. But then he was there at get to Comic Con, and I'm like, uh, okay, I'm gonna pretend I didn't see. Oh, I remember Daddy. that you
1: sent me the picture of him or something. Yeah. You're like,
0: oh, I thought you got kidnapped, but here he is. Had your kidnapped Daddy Ass? Did you tell him that? No.
1: Oh, you should have
0: told him. No, no, I did actually. No, I did tell him. I, I'm not gonna. I'll pretend like I didn't see. It. What he? You, do you know what he said? <laughs> He's like he did. He, he, he just kind of smirked, like he didn't. He thought the storyline was dumb, but you know, you got you got to do it sometimes. Kidnapped, really. And um, like Samoa Joe. You know, I was like always. Oh, oh who was it? the Dudleys? They were the Dudley boys, man. They were there. And uh, Were they cool? I would imagine. I, I feel like Bully Ray is a dick in real life. Um, They're, they're kind of cool, but I kind of said something dumb, and they kind of called me on it. What did you say? <laughs> okay, it's like, you know, I always said I want to be a wrestling manager because I don't want to get beat up like you guys get beat up. And then he reminded me how much managers get beat up, too and that i'm like yeah they do holy shit they do jimmy hart man bobby the brain these guys got beat up all the time Bad. yeah
1: and bobby brain's a former wrestler so he was yeah. able to take those bumps and stuff but yeah but you got to learn how to do that You're, yeah you gotta absolutely real. when i was and younger I was, in my 20s um i wanted to be because I, I i never thought i could wrestle because of my eyes but i wanted to be like a wrestling manager that took bumps never happened yeah. but i wanted to
0: do that um uh, 1988. I I found a little flyer for this this guy who said he was going to train wrestlers and he took like 300 bucks from me and took off. I never. Oh. never... is he somebody? Yeah, so I, was he a, was he a wrestler or what? I don't. Or just I, some I don't know schmo. who he was. We 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 went to like there was like five of us. And we just kind of you know worked out some uh um throws and everything and falls and all that and not really I don't know like like stretching out or nothing like they talk about like in the old wrestling schools so how they just like. It puts pain upon you that first day. And if you can come back, then you might have a shot. Was, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They weed they weed people out that way. Yeah, and then, like, character development. I had, like, cut-off gray shorts and a white T-shirt that said Biff on it.
1: <laughs> Biff?
0: Yeah, and my, my Biff was a poorly executed Texas tornado. Very original. <laughs> so you went to – so you trained for at least one day. Well, five weeks. Oh, okay. And then he just disappeared? But then he was like, okay, so you're going to get 25 for a loss, 35 for a win. He's he's talking like good Booker stuff. But then we show up at the place, there's nobody there. Nobody, what are you talking about? There's no big wrestling here in 18 years, man. It's like, ah. Damn.
1: Yeah. Well, at least he trained you, I guess. Yeah, so he took like five of
0: us for 300 bucks each. Wow. That's crazy. He probably didn't know what he. I mean, I, everything I learned, I would probably get killed in a real ring because they're like, "Who showed you this shit?" Um, some guy, right? Some go. fucking
1: scam guy, some yeah, fucking some con artist. Guy. Yeah, I learned from I learned wrestling from a con artist. They go, "Oh, Jacques, yeah. uh, Jacques Rougeau." No, a real con artist. <laughs> um, do you are you do you still know any of those other people that were in that class? Oh no, this was dirty. Some didn't stay in ago, touch or... with them. No, was that when you were in California? Yeah, it was it was in Oakland as a matter of fact. Oh wow.
0: That's crazy. I lived in Napa at
1: the time. Wow. So I even drove into
0: Oakland for this guy. Did you have a match a
1: match during training? No,
0: no, no. We were supposed to like meet up to like work on it that first night, but then we went to the place I wish I remembered the address. I I could bring it up. You'd you say, Oh there. shit, I know You're that like, place or something.
1: Motherfucker, where are you? Yeah. Well that guy's probably dead by now, so Yeah.
0: <laughs> Or, especially if he ripped off the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he probably never saw in 1989, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's had 30 years to get murdered. And Oakland was pretty on fire because they just won the, the, the pennant that year. The Oakland A's. Oh, days. nice. So everywhere I see, hey, man, we're the second best team in baseball.
1: <laughs> we're the second best team in baseball. Yeah, because
0: they, they lost to the Giants. But it's not so, it's not
1: so fun to say that in football. When the 49ers yeah. lost the Super Bowl, it's not so fun to say – with the second best team, it's oh man, we fucking suck. <laughs> uh,
0: was, That's I was crazy. Kind of I did
1: not know that. What that you were that you trained that you got. Well, I, did I? <laughs> I mean, no, not really.
0: Did I mean, I, have, I probably
1: had more training than you, and I watched yeah, I was, uh, Secrets of Pro Wrestling when I was a kid.
0: I mean, I could have took five or a my time for new classes at the YMCA and probably got as
1: much out of it. you know. Yeah, the only training I had was watching Secrets of Pro Wrestling as a kid. Right. did you ever see that where uh where they they reveal like uh secrets and tricks that they do in wrestling and then uh a lot of the wrestlers apparently um could recognize who it was they had masks on but a lot of wrestlers can recognize who they were based on the movements and body shape and then they like were were, were really mad at those people for saying it wow Exploiting the business you know
0: oh yeah um i remember that uh I forget that reporter's name. But, uh, oh, John um, Stossel. When I got slapped.
1: Yeah, he got slapped in the ear and lost his ear hearing temporarily. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because he got like uh, a quarter mil from WWE or something like this. I forget how much exactly it was. And then like three months later, he got his hearing back. So I don't know. I don't know how true, you know, how, how honest well, he was about it. I would so. say like a quarter million is a drop in the bucket
0: for what? Not in not for in uh, 1980 whatever. Right, but also, um, Vince McMahon's paid a lot more people to shut up. Oh, paid yeah, a lot no. more.
1: Yeah, no, he has. I don't know how much. I, remember, he, I don't know how much he actually could... got, but I know that
0: once he got his money, he got his hearing back. Right. Yeah, but what what can he shut up about? Everybody saw him do it. Yeah. No. And it's like, here, here, her, have some chill money here.
1: And apparently, I don't remember who they said because there's a there's a dark side of the ring about that. Situation and somebody told John Stossel to ask him specifically if wrestling was fake because right. they knew that it would get a reaction out of him,
0: right? Yeah, but yeah, crazy you shit man. You can't do that, can't ask him. No, and then you know about Vader, right? What happened to Vader? Yeah, I was I was just watching that recently. He was on some show what, in Saudi Arabia. It was, it was like
1: Korea or something or
0: Saudi Arabia. Oh, I thought it was like they were doing like the Saudi Arabia show. I don't know. Maybe,
1: maybe. I forget what country they were in specifically. But if you if you heard about it recently, then I, I'll probably believe what you say. Um, but also, then, yeah. they
0: did that one where they went to North Korea uh, with Ric Flair and all that. They were doing it. Oh, yeah, North yeah. Korea. No, that wouldn't
1: have been in North Korea. And then uh, he asked me asked Vader if wrestling was, was fake. And then yeah, he, talked the guy. Him. he picked him up by the shirt. He smacked him and he
0: dropped him back in his chair and said, did that feel fake? Right now, I remember like uh, one of the first WrestleManias was was Hulk Hogan and and Mr. T. Right. The first WrestleMania, it was a tag team. Yeah, sequence. Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, and Hulk Hogan went on the Richard Belzer talk show, and you probably seen the clip where Hulk just walks up and puts his arm like on his chin and just flexes his bicep and basically makes Richard Belzer pass out. Oh, I did or see that. Yeah, I did see that. Or he actually falls and cracks his head, and he wakes up. He goes, oh, we'll be right back. And the Hulk turns him around and says, look at, you know, his head's busted open here. Wow. So I don't know if that was, like, set up or if that really happened. So the stories are back and forth. It's like, eh. I remember
1: one time on Arsenio Hall, uh, during the steroid times, they they asked Hulk Hogan, Point Blake, are you on steroids? And he's like, no, brother. I tried them before, but that's about it. Yeah, I hurt my back. Yeah, I hurt my back. My back's
0: been hurt for 18 years. but.
1: Yeah. so Danny, uh, let's talk about your your fandom a little bit. Uh, how did you start getting into professional wrestling as a fan?
0: Oh, professional wrestling. Uh, there was uh, like one of the crazy channels down in L.A. That I lived in Southern California in Torrance Hawthorne area, but we used to pick up this radio station out in Corona that played the the, the wrestling it was like uh, whatever the circuit was at the time. We'd see Andre the Giant, we'd see Roddy Piper. So me and my brothers would get all into it, but then, you know, when WWE finally launched and everything, they became bigger shows at bigger arenas and things like that. So, like LA Sports Arena was where you could go see the big shows. Nice. But Dude, there was always listening that to one...
1: wrestling on the radio.
0: No, I didn't I never I never did that. I didn't see the. Clip. Oh, I think you,
1: you were listening to it on the radio before WWF came into town.
0: No, no, no. Uh, that was the. It was on some TV station, not a radio station. Oh, okay, okay. The local and then it Vince comes in, buys all the was affiliates. was like way out, like in the inland, eastern inland empire. It was was cool it? Uh, was it a California based promotion, or was it like? Uh,
1: yes, it was. The,
0: there's a. Um, there was a, a big time like arena in downtown LA that they used to broadcast from. Okay, okay. Before WWE, bought yeah, whole, you said
1: Roddy Piper, so I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm Roddy thinking Piper like Portland, him. Portland area, but maybe right. not.
0: Right, but you know. As I watch more of those wrestling shows, they they talk about how they used to like go trade off, you know, you know, territories and stuff. Like y'all wrestle for you, you wrestle for me. For yeah, absolutely. I think that's how Vince McMahon just kind of conglomerated all of them to where it's like, why are we all you know fighting, trading off the same nickel? Let's all share the same dollar.
1: Yeah, but the thing was, is his dad's dying wish was respect the territory system. Right. But, I
0: mean, at that point, who cares, right? He, he made well, maybe Vince McMahon's version of respecting the territories was to quit having them compete with one another.
1: Yeah, right. I'll respect it. I'll respect it while it's dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, he did that. He came in. He bought all the TV affiliates. He paid them yep. all off to play his shows instead. He signed all the talent from the, all the top talent from all the territories onto exclusive um uh contracts and it's crazy because in the in the 80s uh when this happened uh it was it was a a true melting pot right because you had people from canada people from texas people from from new york all coming in and they're and now they're together which they weren't really together before they were but like here and there and but now it's more of like a mainstream thing and uh and it's crazy when i think about you know you fast forward 20 30 years and it's still a melting pot. You know, you got these guys that were from Ring of Honor. You got this guy over here that was in New Japan. You got these guys over here that were from Mexico. You got these right. guys here that were from the indie scene. You got these guys over here that played football. And so, like, yeah. it's so crazy how WWE is such like this melting pot for all these different places just come together.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's where I like it. And that's when I start to remember... Like the first ones that Hulk Hogan and, and, and Macho Man started coming in and uh Yeah. After a while the Ultimate Warrior and uh I was always like a fan of the of the Jobber, you know. Like Barry O, man. Which I really later found out was Randy Orton's uncle. Oh yeah, Bob say, Orton's brother. O, o. Yeah, I that always was. saw him in every match and, and he always got his ass kicked. I'm like, Dude, Barry, you gotta win one time, man. For me, man,
1: that's but funny. I didn't really get Barry
0: the whole uh, the whole jobber thing back then. You know, you know what's I, funny I, is when
1: I was a, a child in the early '90s or I guess late '80s, early '90s, I would call them. I would refer to them as volunteers. Volunteers, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a volunteer in the ring. Barry Horowitz is volunteering again. Oh, Iron Mike Sharp is volunteering. Iron
0: Mike Sharp, yes, yes, yes. Hell
1: yeah! Iron Mike Sharp was the best. He was a big ass dude too. Yeah, he was Hill hella I- big.
0: But the I thought the worst one in my opinion was Hercules Hernandez or Hercules. This dude would throw a punch and and, and miss you like by a foot. See, it's but like, my your...
1: my initial um fandom of Hercules was uh, power and glory when he was in a tag team with Paul Roma. I mean they okay. were cool, you know. And if you're in a tag team, you're you're normally in the ring half the time. Right.
0: Uh, I I I just couldn't he he couldn't sell a punch at somebody because he told, he misses like this by this much. Yeah. Shh, shh. Yeah, but so did Austin.
1: So did Austin, and look at his look at his
0: popularity, right? But he he created the stoner and Stone Cold Austin three sixteen man.
1: Yeah, exactly. What did Hercules, Hercules Hernandez in a event? Chains. Yeah, those bastard.
0: Well, then he just became Hercules, and like a.
1: Yeah, he did the Mighty Hercules. I think even
0: maybe. And you know what's funny is I was I was living up uh, in the uh, Napa area at the time, so sometimes we'd come into San Francisco. And we pass by that city, Hernandez. I go, I wonder if he's from there. Uh, <laughs> there's also no, Hercules, Martinez, right? California. I, just Hercules? I just performed
1: comedy in Martinez, California.
0: No, it, was, it was Hercules, California. Uh, yeah, well, no, Hercules. I know
1: but I'm saying. Yeah. There's also Mercedes Martinez from Martinez, California.
0: Martinez, California? Yeah.
1: There's a Bazonga's California, too. No,
0: not no, yet.
1: Not with that attitude, there's not.
0: Not with that attitude, there's not, <laughs> not, that attitude, not yet.
1: Oh, you son of a gun. Hell yeah. But if That's I run cool. for governor,
0: if I run did for you, governor of California. Did you start going to a lot of shows um, in that time frame? Um, I really didn't really get to go to shows more when I, until I got older. Like, old enough to go out, like, drive to my own shows. Because, like, taking the bus downtown L.A. was, like, like un- unheard of. I would but, imagine like,
1: taking the bus in downtown L.A. would be pretty sweet. Especially when because, you're at eleven o'clock
0: at night and uh,
1: yeah, no, that sucks. That and it was suck. it would
0: be me and my brother. You know, he was thirteen, I was nine or no I was seven. Yeah, so my mom's like nah. So he, I, I had like a lot of kids in the family, so we didn't like do a lot of like big things like that. Yeah, no, that's true. That makes sense. But uh, on TV and stuff, and then uh, I remember when I was um. Oh. Matter of fact, I think I told you about this before nineteen. 89, I think it was 88 or 89. I was living in Napa, and me and my brother went to the Cow Palace to watch WrestleMania on closed circuit.
1: Oh, wow, that's crazy! I can't imagine
0: going to like an
1: arena and to watching watch WrestleMania on. So, so, how how was it set up? Was there like four main screens, like facing? No, all the it Christians?
0: was one screen, one big screen, like in the front, like where a stage would be for a concert, and the entire arena just watching this. <laughs> Oh, wow, that's so crazy! Yeah, and it was funny because the big uh, main event was Hulk Hogan and the Big Boss Man, and how Hulk Hogan had like you know had to carry around a broken handcuff because he couldn't get it off, you know. So like I had these like trick handcuffs, so I was wearing a handcuff with one hanging, and my brother's all, dude, take that thing off, man. People are gonna think, think, no, it's wrestling, it's the gimmick, dude. Just shut up. But it, he was more embarrassed. So I was walking around with a handcuff hanging off my wrist. That's so crazy, though.
1: Um, I can imagine like doing that, like watching it in a close in a closed circuit. But the Cow Palace, it's it's kind of small, so that I, that'd be a good place to do it, I guess, if you're going to do it. Right.
0: And this was like before we had uh, MapQuest and, and Google Maps and stuff, and so it was kind of hard to find, like using a map book. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I can see that. It's kind of going nowhere. But, yeah, so I remember doing that. And then a couple of times at LA Sports Arena, I had won tickets through the radio. And I remember, like, watching um, uh, Honky Tonk and uh, Honky Tonk Man and and Ravishing Rick Rude. They were going at it. It was funny because I I just met um, Honky Tonk Man a couple years ago at, at a con. And I was telling us probably like the last time I saw it was in 1986 or some shit. And well, of course he doesn't remember the match, but <laughs>
1: I don't think he remembers much. No, but I mean to the head, right? One match you is his is cousin, right? Who's his cousin? Jerry the King Lawler. Okay, yeah, Honky Talk Man and Jerry Lawler are first cousins. Yeah.
0: Good old Wayne Ferris. Oh, uh, Jerry Lawler! I was just watching that. Um, that. Uh, behind the scenes, right behind the wrestling, where they're talking about that. Thing VH1 where behind he, the wrestler. Yeah, where he's talking to like the different wrestlers, and they're talking about that whole. Uh, it was the territories one. Yeah, yeah, that's was, a good show. I like yeah, that the I territories like that one. And he was talking about how like uh, he came out to his Camaro, and there was um, there was a guy sitting there holding the brick. He's like, "Man, I swear to God, you throw oh, that yeah. brick, I'm gonna run you over." He throws a brick, and his four tires are, are cut. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. but and that's was, what I was yeah. talking about earlier when I'm talking about when I said uh, they say people are scared to get heat these days because of what's gonna happen in the parking lot to their cars.
0: Right. And uh and I could see like how I felt about MJF. I was like that mad, but you can't be that guy, man. It's like you never go to wrestling again. You're, you're banned forever. And then I remember what Jerry Lawler said when they when somebody would do that and they just take you in the back room and kick the shit out of you. Yeah. And there was one incident where uh Jimmy mouth of the south heart got hit in the ass with a blow gun dart i saw Which, that episode
1: too yeah who
0: the fuck does that dude and then he had to go get a tetanus shot and then they caught the guy and he, he he didn't do nothing i said bullshit you should have got the 300 dollars for the tetanus shot or how much you had to pay yeah because he said he had to pay for the tetanus shot i forgot it was like 300 dollars or some crazy amount
1: damn i'm glad they don't do that shit anymore well outside of puerto rico they don't do that anymore right puerto rico's yeah. still pretty crazy from what i understand
0: and oh man! And then you don't want to be the one to get banned from from going to the wrestling matches. I I just was I forgot recently I found out that Undertaker's mom is is banned from all WWE matches. Oh, what? Of his, yeah, I his saw first a thing that had
1: his mom in it. Um, recently I don't remember what it was, but I did yeah, see him talking sh- to his mom sitting at table. Yeah, it was that
0: him. show where, he's, where um, the A and
1: E show probably.
0: Yeah, he came out and uh, I think I forgot was Sid Sid vicious was it. Anyway, he got up in uh, he got up and his mom's face. He's, he yeah, I'm gonna beat your boy up. Yeah, that's right. And then she tried to get up and in the ring, and then security had to grab her. And then he, she calls him up later that night. She goes, "Mark, I'm never coming to match again." He's like, "Mom, don't worry about that."
1: Yeah, he's all, "Please, I agree." <laughs> yeah, you
0: just got banned from every wretch for trying to attack the wrestler. And then she starts going
1: to WCW shows.
0: So, yeah. my son used to work here. Right. She, so I guess she saw Russell once and didn't like
1: it. Yeah, no, I remember uh, the scene of them in the kitchen and her saying, um, oh, I'm so glad your career is over. I, I hated you wrestling or something right. like that. And he was like, what? Like he was taken aback by because she was being kind of a little bit harsh about it. But then she, he's like, what are you, why are you saying this? And she was like, I worried about you every single time. I was always so worried about you. Now not have to worry anymore. But yeah. I remember she said something about like negative about him being a wrestler and he was taken aback by. He was like, wait, what? It was his mama. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, take
0: her. But then you just got to a mom. Work. What the hell? You know, I always wonder how like uh, Renee deals with Moxley getting bloody every night, man. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's she's like, probably t- used to honey, it by now. honey, could you not get bloody tonight? You know, I like to probably used to it by now. Bro. once, he can't. He can't not do it, man. He's got to be. He's got to be like you know the new uh, Kamal or Abdul the Butcher, right?
1: Yeah. No. He'll eat all the time. Yeah, he it's crazy because even like insignificant matches, like he had a match against I don't remember, like Serpentico or something that's like not even doesn't even matter. And he was like bleeding like crazy. And I'm just like, dude, just chill
0: because he's gonna have those, like, like you said, Abdul the Butcher forehead marks, right? Did you see he, his recent um behind the scenes Beyond Wrestling show? No, uh, Abdul I, the Butcher, yeah. He, yeah. What are you
1: watching these behind the wrestling shows? Um, biography, I think. They don't do him because he's not in WWE.
0: No, but he's not. Well, no, they did it because he uh, he gave another wrestler Hep C and ended his career. I forgot. Well, oh, you're talking who about him.
1: Abdullah the Butcher.
0: Yeah. I think you're talking about John Moxley.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Well, he ain't, Moxley, you ain't even talking to him. He ain't in WWE.
0: No, okay,
1: no. <laughs> well,
0: was, was, was Abdullah the Butcher? Yeah, no, in he, he did. That? He had Hep
1: C, yeah. He was known yeah. for it, yeah. That is very true. But yeah, he,
0: he's just this, this sweetest little old man now. It's like you're not Abdul has, the
1: Butcher. He has like a bakery or a restaurant or something. A restaurant,
0: I think. Well, he did, and that's where he met his wife. Because some kid was a fan. He goes, "That's Abdul the Butcher." And she's like, "Who?" So yeah, he did own a restaurant. I don't know about now.
1: I think he just recently closed it. I, feel I, like I heard he's that, in the financial news that he trouble. recently closed it. He's in his 80s now. Yeah, he's an old dude. That's what yeah. And
0: is. speaking of like old dudes, like Iron Sheik, I miss him already.
1: Yeah, he was. He was pretty entertaining.
0: He was. He was the only reason I went on Twitter, man.
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if because
1: Elon bought Twitter, and now is yeah, yeah, not even there he, anymore.
0: No, because if I. I, I I only went on Twitter to have are she tell me to go fuck myself?
1: Did he ever tell you? He told everybody every day. He say fuck the Danny Bazongas.
0: Oh man, I I would I would I, I don't know. Honestly, I say there's a before.
1: service like if you pay I don't know if they do it anymore. Um, if you pay this company uh, X amount of dollars, Kurt Angle will tweet out whatever you want him to say, like <laughs> things like that. One of my friends, because the reason why I know about this is because like maybe like eight years ago or so it was a long time ago one of my friends paid this service and uh in order to get Kurt Angle to, to promote his podcast and so like you're able to write the tweet you know, everything and you pay this these people the money it's almost a cameo right literally like you pay yeah, you this third party the cameo? money and they tweet it from Kurt Angle's Twitter account it's crazy oh man so you probably could have got Iron Sheik to say fuck with Danny Bizongas if we wanted to before yeah if you are the Danny Bazongas, go fuck yourself. I should have tweeted yeah, him. Danny and said, Bazongas, you are the true Bubba. <laughs> I should have tweeted him and said, hey, Iron Sheik, how do you feel about Danny Bazongas? You are the I'm you like, are fuck the, the Danny true Bazongas. No but jabroni. Make him humble. Danny Bazongas, no no jabroni. He's like, I I made uh I made not not with that attitude. Yeah. Like he says, I made Hulkamania.
0: <laughs> go fuck yourself with that attitude. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, that's cool. Um, so you you watch SummerSlam? Yes. Let's get into that a little bit because I I do want to cover that on this,
0: right? So I, I was kind of uh, I was rooting for um Drew McIntyre to beat Gunther. Yeah, I mean,
1: I didn't think it was going to happen, uh, but it would have been it would have been I wouldn't have been upset about it.
0: But you know, I don't know if Cody Rhodes might want to work his way up the belts. Like take Austin's belt or take uh, Gunther's belt, one of them. Um, I will. We'll get into it, but I feel like
1: Austin's belt is going to be going to LA Knight soon enough. Yeah,
0: but that's another thing. Um, LA Knight, they're oh, always so over. He's so over. He doesn't need the
1: title. I know. He is.
0: Eh.
1: <laughs> I don't get it. I don't see it. Get I'm get not it. a I'm, fan I'm of him. Impressed. I'm not into oh, yeah. it. I'm not into what he's not. doing, but he is over as a motherfucker. Right. And I can't believe it because it's like, it's crazy how over he is. Yeah.
0: And then the Logan Paul, man. Oh, my God. This guy. Logan Paul is so badass, man.
1: Dude, so so did you know, did you, did you realize why Logan Paul and Ricochet went first? No. Because Logan Paul, after his match, Hopped on a plane and went to his brother's fight in his wrestling gear. Hell yeah, dude! He didn't even change on the plane. Like you're on a plane, you can at least change on the plane. But yeah, so he he uh, he probably told Triple H, "Hey, let me go first so I can go to my brother's fight," which is pretty funny,
0: right? Uh, he he caught himself a little shiner there in his left eye. I saw that. Oh, did he? I don't know. He he got he he when they did that. Uh, uh, I forgot the name of that move where they both. On the side of the ring there, and it looked like uh, Ricochet caught him like with a kick. Like it's hard to tell sometimes, man, because they sell it. He sells it so well. Did you really kick him? Or... Yeah,
1: it's hard to tell sometimes.
0: And he did look like he had a little black eye, so I don't know if they talked to him like the day after. Or you who had
1: a black eye was Shayna Baszler. I'm wrong. Shayna, yeah. had, her eye was almost swollen shut. It looked like. Yeah, that
0: was supposed to be an MMA fight. It's like. That How often do you turn around and go "ow" when you get kicked in an MMA match? That's when you get <laughs> knocked the fuck out from behind. Ugh. Oh my gosh, you're
1: right about that.
0: Um, yeah. So, what do you think of Ricochet and Logan Paul? I like that match a lot. There's just I, I I love the the area of aerobatics that these guys get, like um, Montez Ford. I love when he bounces like just freaking almost hitting the lights and shit. And <laughs> that what Paul Paul you know the Paul was doing? He Logan Paul air. He gets air. It's funny. I don't know if Montez Ford does it on purpose, but he gets so high that he, he can't not bounce when he hits the ground. Like his whole back end just kicks up and he has that's to fall back down. Like
1: RVD. RVD, when, it, when yeah. he hits five-star fox flash. he'd always bounce
0: off. Yeah, so I don't know if that's just a thing or he can't help it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, he gets there. Yeah, Montez gets there. Ricochet, Logan Paul, they definitely get get there. Yeah,
0: Logan Paul's like better than you know, almost god. Like eighty percent of the people wrestling now. Oh my gosh, he makes Dominic look like Dominic. Yeah, and uh, and he cuts a great promo, man. You were so mad. It's like, dude, don't talk about his girlfriend, man. Dude, no. She's a WWE icon. Leave her alone, man. (laughs) And I always wondered, like. Like, what those two are like in the bedroom, you know? It's like, Ricochet! Get in here and fuck me! And <laughs> now goes, entering the bedroom, Ricochet! And then he fucking bounces off the bed the bed frame and does two... <laughs> for, he does a salt off the bed. Yeah, I don't think he just gets in a bed. He's got to, like, do at least one 180 degree turn before getting in a bed.
1: <laughs> he bounces off the lamp and then off the chandelier and onto the bed. <laughs> right. And why she's giving him the commentary she doesn't do commentary, she just does announcing at the at the very end. She has to lay in bed and say, and here's your winner of ricochet <laughs> yeah yep yeah. it's the only time she says it though because he doesn't he doesn't win at summerslam um so i was i I like this match a lot. I was super into it. um, you know, I don't like Logan Paul much, but like he's good. He's pretty good for you know his experience level. And right. I was very disappointed with the ending though. Like some dude that jumped out of the crowd. The odd uh, the, the announcers didn't even know who he was, the commentary didn't even know who he was. There's like some guy jumped out of the crowd and put a thing in Logan Paul's hand, and then Logan Paul used the yeah. brass knuckles and hits Ricochet. Right, right, right. So I feel like the the ending was kind of eh, but it was a good match.
0: Right. I, I thought so too. Absolutely. Um the uh the battle royale. Wait, that wasn't second. That was third. Okay. Cody,
1: Cody Rhodes, and Brock Lesnar in their rubber match. Oh my god! Third match in the series. This match was hard hitting. Like Brock, like I felt like there was a point where Brock was really trying to hurt him Mm -hmm. because Brock was just throwing him around like a rag
0: doll. Yeah, because he's he's notorious for going off script.
1: Brock was like
0: the last, the end of the match the last the end of the match was was off script for him to shake his hand and everything like that i don't know but i don't know what happened to him do you see his shorts just like almost fell off yeah
1: he like blew them out he like blew out his
0: shorts yeah it's like dude please don't fall out your jock man (laughs) we don't it's like i think maybe that's why they ended it there because it's like he can't wrestle and not like fall out man i mean it went like 13 minutes it went it went a while i think yeah and, and 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 Brock always sells it, man. And Cody, you know, he's 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 great too. Yeah, no, they're really good. Um, and, and you saw Cody; he, he had been. You see the the marks on his ribs, or right, on his sides, like he was. Oh man, it's like one time I threw a fish that I caught on the pier on the ground really hard, and it made those same marks, man. So those um, were real, man. He just got thrown to the ground so hard <laughs> that his sides split open, man. And like so, the the story of the match was
1: besides Brock, like just tossing Cody around. Was Brock kept throwing Cody to the outside and the referee would count and then Cody would barely get back in. And then Brock would get frustrated and yell, stay down, and throw him out again. And this is repeated and repeated. There was a point where he went out there and he F5 him through the table and Cody still made the 10 count. It was crazy. It was a crazy match.
0: Yeah. And Cody got still like was it SummerSlam or Survivor Series last year where Brock like picked the bring up? On Roman Reigns. That was
1: SummerSlam. That was SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, that was the craziest thing. He came out with a tractor to ring
1: up, dude. Oh man, that was crazy. That was And
0: crazy. they put Roman in the bucket, dude. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. He put Roman in the bucket and dumped him. But still, that wasn't years ago. Years ago, freaking um, uh man. Braun Strowman fucking threw Roman Reigns off the, the loading dock in a hospital gurney. Oh yeah, strapped to a gurney, yeah. And then flipped the ambulance on its side. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. That Brock that probably is, wasn't Roman, you know, bro. Really he, he, he picked the
0: he picked the they tipped the ambulance over. The magic of television. Oh man. And then uh oh he beat up uh Elias one time with an entire orchestra. Oh yeah, I remember that star, too. A piano, <laughs> a big bass drum, <laughs> Oh my gosh. He's another one that's just a big teddy bear. But they've uh, done so
1: Ron. much. They've done so much comedy with him, like the whole Elias thing and, and flipping over cars and all this over-the-top stuff that it's like it's hard to take him seriously.
0: Yeah. he. I'm, we, I met Braun Strowman at, at Comic-Con also. He, was he, he huge? He's, he's just the biggest chill teddy bear, man. He was He was in such a great mood. And, like, I, I told him, man, he's going to have to have a gunfight with Jason Momoa later. He goes, oh, bring him on, man. I got a good workout this morning, man. I'm ready for him. So he's was, he, he was getting ready to have a gunfight
1: with, uh, you know. He's out injured right now, I think.
0: Who, Jason Momoa or? or uh, both, both,
1: both. Cody gets the win. Yeah, he, he does a triple Cody. crossroads, picks up the win. And after the match, like you were saying, uh, Brock held up his arm on all four sides of the ring. And then Triple H went on on the after show to say. That that wasn't planned or scripted, and it was like a hell of an endorsement from Brock.
0: Oh, and also during that match, I saw him rip off the uh, the the buckle holder. i oh, know, yeah. we gonna yeah. do that again.
1: He did because
0: he had to really hit that last time when he really bled so badly when they were fighting. I don't know if he cut himself or he actually hit that buckle hard enough to break his skin open.
1: I don't know, I'm, but yeah, that was that was actually crazy. And then the next match, we had uh, the 25-man Battle Royal. Yeah. That was uh, that was a really fun match. Uh, I figured that LA Knight was going to win, which, you know, of course, right? Because he's so popular right now. You always
0: think Omos is going to win that. Just pick up everybody, throw them out. Oh,
1: I was telling the other guys on the Gimmick Street that, like, Omos really impressed me in this. They really did a good job of making him look like a monster and a legit threat. Yeah. He was just like throwing people out left and right, and then it took like, you know, eight people to get him out. I really enjoyed almost in this. Yeah. I was really hoping AJ Styles would win. You know, just because that's my boy. Yeah, I like
0: that shoddy game for Almas. <laughs> he just bounced. AJ AJ is like one of my favorites of all time. Man. Yeah, AJ, me too. Always will be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my favorite of all time is Bret Hart. But then I'm like, well, can I have it be two people? Because if I could, it would be Bret Hart and AJ Styles right AJ Styles um I feel like I watched AJ Styles for longer than I watched Brett you know right that's crazy too AJ I've been following AJ since 2000 when he was just a, a job guy in WCW it's so funny that I watch
0: those videos like for the year two thousand and stuff, it's it's his voice and it kind of looks like him, but he's so much younger and he looks so different. Oh man, he's such a baby! It's baby yeah.
1: anger
0: Styles. Even like Brock Lesnar, like look, looking at him back then.
1: Yeah. So LA Knight won. So I feel like LA Knight's going to go on to be the number one contender for U.S. title. Yeah. The U.S. Well, champion was even in this.
0: Right, and then you know I just saw recently on. That Roman got hurt during last night's. uh, Was it last night's Raw? Or was it during the summer? No, he got hurt during SummerSlam. The SummerSlam match, yeah, right. Yeah, he got hurt early on, he said.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens if it's a big, because there's a lot of injuries right now. Because Sonia Deville tore ACL surgery. That's going to be a big, that's going to be, you know, ACL is a big long time. That's going to be like six to eight months, probably, just guessing, right? But her and Chelsea are probably going to drop the women's tag team titles. Um, right, Kevin and that's Sami Zayn's hurt. Well, The Sami Zayn thing isn't very bad. It looks worse than it is.
0: Um, but Cam? Kevin Owens has a broken
1: rib or something.
0: I, I I still can't see how Kevin Owens can walk after some of the things he's done. Yeah, no, I mean, even especially just in Ring of Honor, you know. He's just hardcore, man. Um,
1: but uh, So Kevin Owens has a long-term injury that people are speculating on. So they're probably going to have to drop the tag team titles, which would actually be a pretty good time to split them if they're going to split them because –
0: Exactly. They're they're getting
1: tired of that. Drop Um, them and split them. That's what I say. And then also, Roman's – now, Roman's hurt. So is Roman going to drop the title or is Roman going to just – because at this point, Roman hasn't defended the title uh, since April, May, June, July, August, for four months anyways. So even if Roman's out for six months, who's going to even notice? Yeah.
0: But also, I thought uh, Roman Reigns was uh, going to be doing movies now. Maybe, maybe.
1: I mean, he's got the, he's got the acting down. You know, he does a monologue every SmackDown.
0: Yeah. Well, he he did a movie well, with uh, every the every um, SmackDown he shows up to. He was kind of one of the extras in um one of the last uh the Fast and Furious. Wasn't he in Tubs Hobbs and, and uh, Shaw though? was he one of the stars? Yeah. of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that was that's yeah. But that, I guess that's not really. Um, it was a Fast and the Furious Fast spinoff, and right? Yeah. And he was a main character, I think. Yeah, he was one of the family members when he went out to Samoa. So you know, he
1: like was, he, he had, couldn't... like he had a he had a cameo in the Fast and the Furious, but that character started in a different movie, which was a spinoff, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I've never seen any of them, but that's what I thought happened.
0: After the third one, I don't remember. It's it's like when you watch the Friday the Thirteenth or the nightmare on elm street say like, okay which one did he kill and Then
1: one? the only reason why he got not, not not the only reason i'm sorry but i mean the rock was producing that movie whatever the you know the rock was starring in it so like the rock kind of had carte blanche to book anybody he wanted to book for that part right, right. Uh,
0: back, back to server slam we're, we're, we're going off track here
1: so the battle royal <laughs> the battle royal was good did you, you like <laughs> the battle royal uh I, I
0: battle royals i'm really not really
1: into i mean oh, I, I, love I like battle you... royals what i love them i love battle royals yeah I don't, I don't really remember well i think
0: i might have like got started cooking or something
1: yeah <laughs> no that was it was good though i mean you know we all knew like Knight was gonna win and um Austin 30 was in there so they had a little bit of star power uh next up we had the mma rules match Shayna baszler versus ronda rousey Honestly, like this match was really quickly. It was like seven minutes. I didn't really pay much attention to it. I just kind of like, you know, I kind of followed it along. I saw that Shannon Baszler choked her out and not
0: choked. Yeah, choked her out. And that was basically mm-hmm. it. Well, you know, they it, say like Shannon Basler wrestles really tight. You know, like, people don't want to wrestle with her. Oh, I didn't know this. Is this true? Well, yeah. You know, like, like uh, they said the same thing about Goldberg.
1: Well, I mean, Goldberg was oh, Goldberg I mean, in Edward heart's career.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah Shannon Baszler there.
1: is kind of. I would compare Goldberg to Ridge Holland because he, uh, Ridge Holland, may have ended Big E's career.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, sometimes this is a dangerous job, man.
1: Yeah, but I feel like Ridge Holland is extra, extra reckless.
0: Right, but you know, then again, how many careers did Bret Hart in? You know, exactly.
1: Yeah. Bret Hart prided himself on never hurting anybody. Right. Yeah, the greatest of all time, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Fuck O'Brien Daniels and says, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. So, um, so to yeah, help. I didn't really pay much attention to the MMA rules match. Um, did you did, did you have anything on this?
0: Well, like like I said, I was watching the whole thing. Okay, this is an MMA fight. So, Rousey gets kicked in the leg, turns around, starts going ow, 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 and doesn't get knocked out. It's like, that's yeah, not no, how MMA I mean, works. Right you don't there. turn your, You don't turn yeah. your back on your opponent ever. You're, you're ever.
1: Right. I mean, in wrestling, you can, but yeah. In a, in a, I mean, I get like dropping to the
0: ground, you know, in an like, octagon? dropping to the ground, rolling out. Yeah, no. But, yeah, they had to kind of keep it. Like that, what I forgot years ago, I was watching a uh, they were gonna do the same thing. Ricky Steamboat was gonna fight, I think, it was I forgot they were gonna actually actually have a martial arts fight. What, really? Ricky Steamboat, yeah, Steamboat? he was supposed to like it was a karate match. I forgot who he was fighting. What it was, it was somebody who was throwing into martial arts and stuff. So he's gonna be like, I don't know, I've never fight, heard about this. I'll fight Ricky, Ricky's the Dragon Steamboat. And then, of course, you know, they're not really karate and they're they're doing moves and stuff, but they're still making it about wrestling.
1: Oh, like a scripted like a scripted karate fight.
0: Right. Yeah. What? I gotta Google this real quick. And I guess Ricky is an actual black belt or something. Oh wow. Or was that? I don't, I don't remember.
1: Ricky Steamboat martial arts. Let's see what happens. Uh, some old school stuff here. Does Ricky Steamboat know martial arts? And there's videos of him doing it. Who trained Ricky Steamboat? Okay. I don't really care about that. Yeah, I don't know. Bo Dallas. What's Bo Dallas doing here? Jody Hamilton. What's Jody Hamilton doing here? Yeah, no. I don't know. Um, nothing's coming up about it. but i Oh, Rick, Ricky the
0: Dragon time. versus Don Morocco? Oh, is that a martial arts fight? Yeah, the martial arts the match. Del Morocco is a
1: pro wrestler too,
0: right? But they were supposedly martial artists, and you were going like, like a like, shoot, a shoot fight, or just you know straight out like you know kicking a punching and stuff, and it just goes. Interesting. Of course, I have to check through. that out. Yeah, but yeah, it was the same thing as I was thinking about that SummerSlam match. Okay, let's stage an actual martial arts fight.
1: Hey, you know they have WrestleMania Seven. They had a blindfold match, um, and you could actually see through those. Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying wrestling is not always uh, all in the up and up.
0: No, but I mean it unless can, your name it is butterbean. Of... butterbean. Butterbean. I love Butterbean, man. <laughs> I love my right. jackass. So it's MMA,
1: MMA fight. Uh, not, so, not so MMA. More pro wrestling. No, no. uh, Shannon Baszler defeats Ronda Rousey. Sad face. Ronda Rousey goes home and she lays in her bed and she tweets, the only reason why I got in this business, Shannon, was for
0: you. No, I have no reason to continue. So you know it's crazy. I don't know what's going on with her because I saw a um, this this TV show Stars on Mars, where they take celebrities and, and run them through a scenario where they're on Mars, and and Ronda Rousey was on there. She was on there, but she just like said, "I, I got an eighteen year old, eighteen month old kid, and I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna go," and then just Damn. left the show. Didn't get kicked off, just left, so they didn't have just to kick left. anyone off. So it's like, what's up with that? And then she. Gets out of MMA or gets out of WWE. What is this? In- There's
1: a Mar- I got to see this thing.
0: Yes, you do. Is it like a reality show? Yes, it's a reality show where they take celebrities and run them through scenarios. Who, where does like, it run? What channel? Uh, Fox, I think. That's crazy.
1: I have to look into that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they,
1: uh, the next match we have the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther defeats Drew McIntyre and retains the Intercontinental title. I want Gunther to be Intercontinental Champion forever. Why? Because he is incredible, he is so dope. That's why. He just has all these incredible matches with anybody and everybody. Like I am looking forward to Gunther and Chad Gable so much. I love Gunther, Uh, man. Shush, shush, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've 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 loved Chad Gable since uh, uh, Alpha. What are they called? American Alpha. No, Alpha Academy. No, 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 no. The original. American Alpha. Oh. Chad Gable know. and uh, Jason Jordan. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Kurt Angle's son. I don't remember. Yeah, that was like 2016. I don't know. But yeah, Chad Gable's super dope. I really like him and I'm really looking forward to Gunther and Chad Gable. A good match, yeah. though. These two, they uh, they a little bit of a slow build, but uh, once they got going... I mean, they I'd like to see Drew take a belt injured. again. Yeah, Let's I want see. to see Drew do something because Drew has been losing every like big challenge that's been in front of him. He loses to Bobby Lashley, he loses to Roman, he loses to Gunther. You know, the only person he beat was Sheamus, but like what is who cares? It's right, but
0: maybe maybe he could take
1: Austin's belt, you know? No, it's going to LA Knight. LA Knight is so popular. LA's gonna, that's gonna get that Drew mcintyre is going to just chill and just just take a back seat. Maybe he can No, LA Knight LA would
0: probably take uh Jeff's belt. He'd we, go after Seth Rollins' belt.
1: Yeah, he could. No, he could. That would be a good match, too. Yeah, I don't think he be would more win. It would be another loss, but I think it would be a good match.
0: That would be more LA Knights, style. Drew, he's he's intercontinental or American. It's, it's so funny when you got a guy not from America having the, the United States Championship. Like I, I, Jinder Mahal was my favorite United States champion. <laughs> well, don't you remember back in the day they had the European
1: title? And uh, the Davy Boy was the first European champion, but Davey after boy. that, they had a lot of non-European European champions.
0: Davy Boy. My
1: favorite was when Alice Snow was European champion, and he would come out at different times. Uh, every time he'd come out, it would be from a different place in Europe. Up next, we had speaking of Seth Rollins, the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins defeats. Finn Balor seven years in the making when, so when these two guys first started this little feud and they kept referring to seven years ago, I'm like, what happened seven years ago? Because when Finn Balor won the on his universal title and he broke his shoulder, that was not seven years ago. And it was, it was seven years ago. I can't believe like, it. <laughs> seven years ago was when Finn Balor made his main roster debut. He went to SummerSlam. He won the universal title. First ever universal champion and he broke his shoulder in the process and had to give up the title. That was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Kevin Owens was the second Universal Champion. Seven years ago. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. These yeah, guys, I'm- like I said, melting pot. Finn Balor is, you know, he's Irish. He came up in Japan, and now he's in the WWE, and he was World Champion seven years ago. Kevin Owens, this Ring of Honor guy, came up out of nowhere and look at tyler black aka seth rollins ring of honor guy and look where he's like it's it's amazing and then you got roman reigns who's like from football a football background but he's part of a royal dynasty family right. oh man i love it i love wrestling i love how it's just this huge melting pot yes all these different people shapes sizes cultures backgrounds yeah. histories and then, like, some people like, had history together in other places, like like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you know, things like that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Like oh, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just thinking, like, what I, I watched that show, Little Rock, uh, where they tell a story about how he was playing for in Florida and then hurt his knee and ended up playing for some Canadian team on the practice squad and he barely made enough to like sleep on a shitty mattress and eat raw potatoes or, or not raw potatoes. That was Steve Austin, but he, he was only making like $300 like a week. Wait, it's on my young rock? Yeah. Oh yeah. That before was before he became a wrestler. He was playing for a, ca- a Canadian football yeah. team.
1: He was, and he and he was like, 18. he had to like lower his standards to play for them.
0: Yeah, because he wasn't even on the, the main team. He was on the practice squad, and they didn't make as much as the
1: Yeah, the and, the he, and for a while, he was lying to his parents, saying that he made yeah. the NFL team, and he never did. Or they was crushing it in Canada. Of course, they didn't have the internet then to go look that shit up. No, they did. Oh, yeah, it was Canada. That's right. He told me he was crushing it in even Canada. Calgary. The practice squad. He's playing for the Canadian Football League. He wasn't even in, like – And we make fun of Brock for getting cut from the practice squad – From the Vikings, and this guy already got cut from the Canadian League practice squad. That's crazy. Yeah, he
0: hurt his knee in college, so there was no there was no pro career. But it's a good thing too, because then we'd have no rock, though, man.
1: Oh my gosh, his career would have been like it would have left a huge gap in wrestling. Like his career was so incredible.
0: Well, and who he built up, who he I mean, look where he is
1: now. He wouldn't be where he is now, maybe if he stayed in football. You know, maybe he wouldn't be a big Hollywood. A lister, is that what you think? Maybe I mean, what you think? <laughs> he got his acting chops in WWE, really. You
0: know, yeah. Maybe he, he still would have gone there eventually. Who knows? I like uh, also NXT. His daughter's uh, coming up in there. Yeah, but yeah. she doesn't use that like as a name drop or anything. No, her name is Ava Rain. It's very yeah. close to
1: Roman, though. It's very right, close but to she, Roman. Doesn't... <laughs> she doesn't. It's Rain with with no It's no no s. It's just Rain. Yeah, she didn't drop who his daddy is. So. Ava Rain. It's like you already know. And he was just kidding. It's Ava Rain's and Roman Reigns is my uncle, right? And I'm in the bloodline. Woo.
0: No, yeah, she's so, cool. Um, yeah, but that Finn, Finn Balor. Um, I don't know. He just doesn't really do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, when he does, I like the, him he does. The I
1: still like to watch his matches. He's fun. The, the but, demon, I mean, that was fun. What's he really been doing in the last seven years? He's just been kind of just bouncing around.
0: Yeah. Honestly. But then he was up in NXT for a while, and then he was doing that, and then he came and back. now he's
1: heel, and yada, yada, yada. The, the end of this match came when uh, uh, Rhea Ripley came out, uh, Dirty Dom came out, uh, Money in the Bank winner Damian Priest came out, and we eventually saw a curb stomp on the Money in the, Break brief, Money in the Break briefcase. One, two, three, Seth Rollins is still your World Heavyweight Champion. Yes. What do you think of the World Heavyweight title?
0: Uh, I I wish they would have made the men's and women's look a little different. The the title belt,
1: mm, yeah.
0: Because like if you saw if you see Rhea Ripley's belt, the same belt is it's just, same exactly. Like, it's
1: just smaller, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like come on, you guys could have done. It. They did that, but um, they, they did that by design, though. Still, my favorite championship belt is the one Daniel Bryan made out of wood and and rocks when he was doing that whole like uh oh nature, yeah the eco friendly belt the eco friendly yeah belt. exactly that belt uh, that was my favorite belt.
1: That was fun. That was a good-looking one. I mean, That's probably one of my favorite ones from this era. My favorite of all time, though, is the uh, the winged eagle one, the one that Bret Hart wore.
0: Yeah. And uh, what, one of my favorite belts now, believe it or not, is the, uh, the NXT Championship belt. It's got, like, that prismatic effect, but when you turn it, it's a different color. Yeah, no, that is a cool effect. I do miss the old one where, like,
1: the main plate was the big X.
0: And still, the Divas belt is one of my favorites. The way that it's all black and, 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 and shaped like wings and stuff. I
1: like the butterfly belt. That was neat. But, I mean, I could see why it was degrading. But, I mean, oh, the, the, no. thing is, the thing is about the butterfly belt is, like, you got to be, you gotta, like, you know, you can't just have every belt shaped the same. You got to have different shaped belts. Well, yeah, remember when John Cena had the one that spun? <laughs> the spinner belt. Do you remember when RVD won it? What? RVD won the spinner Belt, and then he won the and then uh Paul Heyman gifted him the ECW world title. And then RVD was in the ring and he said, This is a dream come true. I'm holding the most prestigious title in the history of the wrestling business.
0: And this one spins. <laughs> yeah, I like to see him making a comeback. He yeah, he is. He's an AEW now. He's an AEW now, man. He just He's came back. Tony. He's
1: an AEW. He's in the face jungle man. And then Tony Stark
0: beats up uh, freaking but Ricky Drake, Ricky Steamboat. Come on. Ricky Steamboat's but, there too. Yes, he beat him up. Stark oh, beat man. him
1: up. No, uh, who beat him up? Who beat him up? Uh, Ricky Starks, yeah. Yeah, Stark beat him up. That was crazy. Tony Stark beat him up. So and Iron Man kind of kicked his ass. And then CM Punk felt all bad because he brought him in.
0: Right.
1: Uh, the next match was a triple threat match for the women's. Which women's title is it? The women's heavyweight title. No, the women's championship. These belts, these women need to have better names.
0: Uh, um,
1: uh, Bianca yeah, no. Belair uh, defeats Asuka and Charlotte in a triple threat match to become the new women's champion. This was a cool match. It was a, it was a good match. Uh, I don't know if Bianca truly did get injured. It sure looked like it. She really played it up well. She did not. Um, but she was nursing an injury. She left because of the injury. She came back. And then uh, the ending came when. Uh, Charlotte had Bianca since she had in her knee. Charlotte put her in the figure eight. Oscar came in. Oscar missed it. Charlotte right in the face. There was no covering up. Her arms were being used. She missed it right in the face. Charlotte went down. Bianca Belair grabbed Oscar, rolled her up. One, two, three. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm a Bianca Belair fan. I really. Am. I love
1: Bianca Belair. I do. Like I did not I did. want to see Oscar lose, but going to this match, I said if Bianca wins, I won't be mad about it. I would have been no, no, no. a Charlotte one, and then and then the moment comes, they hand her the belt, and she's like, "Yes, I have this belt." And I'm thinking to myself, "This is a great moment because she's never held that belt because that's a new belt. She's never held that belt, yeah. you know? So this is such a great moment." And then here comes the old Sky, Money in the Bank. Yeah, she, hits, she uh, Bailey takes care of uh, the other two girls. She hits uh, uh, Bianca with a briefcase. Hands it in, cashes in, one, two, three, new women's champion, Sky. What are your thoughts yeah. on this The whole scenario. I uh,
0: so that's, that's, I see that as a build up as Bianca taking it back for her. Yeah. I, I'm getting a little burned on Charlotte Claire though, unfortunately. I am too. I mean she's like a fourteen time women's champion. Fifteen time. But fifteen see, time? Yeah. She's gotta catch she needs one more to catch her dead.
1: Yeah, she's trying to catch her dad, that's for sure.
0: I never understood why that's a, a a level of accomplishment. I've won it 16 times. Well, that means you lost it 15 times. Why did are you not saying that part?
1: Yeah, no, it's true. It's like, true. I found my
0: keys five times a day. Why is that an accomplishment? Why would you lose it four times, motherfucker?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, because, I mean, uh, look at Gunther, right? Gunther's had the IC title one time. And he's almost the longest-reigning champion of all time. And so his yeah. one time is better than, like, four other title reigns. So, yeah.
0: Set, I, I miss our truth in the 24-7 belt.
1: That was fun. That was good times.
0: R-Truth is the shit, man. He can make anybody break character. During the pandemic, he had a talk show on, during the pandemic on the WWE channel. That was really good. Oh, he did? Yeah, where he, cause he would, he would like talk to other wrestlers on, like, on Zoom. And oh, then he would nice. just do a, what's up? And he's like, they're like, and then he'd go, what's, no, tell me what's up. Oh, okay, I'm doing this. But like uh, he, every wrestler that was working at the time, he, or WWE wrestler who was working at that time, he did an interview with them. They were so amazing. He just, he just has a way about him.
1: All right, well, let's get, uh, let's get this right. show going. Cause, uh, I'm,
0: back um, to the...
1: Where are we on? Where are we on here? We're on Charlotte Claire. Um, we don't like her. Yeah, good. we don't like her. Um, Eoskai cashes in. Oh, okay. The next match is the uh, tribal combat match uh, for the world title and for the tribal chief, uh, whatever, title, I guess, too. The title of tribal chief. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't pay attention to this match. It was pretty slow in the beginning. I feel like uh, these Roman matches don't really get good until about 10 or 15 minutes in. <laughs> right. And by then, you know, on the East Coast, it was already like 1130. Yeah, exactly. And at that point, Roman was hurt, too, as they say. Yeah. They say. I don't know. Um, and then, I, this match came when uh, when Jay looked like he had the match won. It's like a 36-minute match. Uh, Jay yeah. looked like he had the match won. Splash off the top rope. One, two. A mysterious person pulls Jay out of the ring. He reveals himself to be Jimmy. And he was like, oh, my God, what? It's Jimmy.
0: And then uh, Roman picks up the win. One, two, three. Yeah, I, I was like, kept saying, "I know Jimmy's gonna show up, right? Jimmy's gonna show up." All this whole match, it's like Jimmy's I gotta so show too. up. I
1: thought and so And now, too.
0: now they're probably gonna do a Jimmy versus Jay
1: thing. Yeah, they probably are, but it's like I everybody's upset about. It. Everybody's up in arms about it going. This doesn't make any sense. This makes zero sense. It's like, well, let's find out why you know what the reason for Jimmy's actions is before we say it makes no sense.
0: Well, look how many brothers they've always had in wrestling, and sometimes they have to you know, put them off against each other. I'm sure the yeah done Well, Jimmy done. was the
1: one that started super kicking Roman first. Jimmy's the one that separated, the, the put the line between him and Roman. And then Roman made Jay choose between him and Jimmy. And then Roman choose Jay. I mean, I mean, Jay chose Jimmy. So they left the bloodline. And now Jimmy is back with Roman, even though he's the one that had a problem with Roman in the first place. So it's a little bit weird, a little bit convoluted, but like, what if there's a pretty good, what if there's a good explanation? What if Roman reigns has blackmail on Jimmy, or um, there's some reason, maybe, maybe Roman pays for Jimmy's kids to get braces. Right. So maybe Ah. there's some reason for, uh, for Roman to have this power over him. I just, I want to find out why before I I cast judgment and say it's, it is, it is stupid. It doesn't make sense, but I want them to, uh, to make it make sense on, on Friday.
0: Right, and uh, I keep hearing rumors of Rikishi showing up.
1: That'd be cool. Maybe Rikishi could like uh, try to get them to stop fighting or something.
0: Right, and uh, it's it's so much fun when you look at Solo. That's totally Rikishi's kid, man.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's a combination of Rikishi and Umaga.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the Usos, the Usos, not so much. But Solo, totally.
1: Yeah. Well, he's got the blonde. He's got the bleach blonde hair. Yeah. He's got the same color as Rikishi had. Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, so I, I was liking that, and then that the, the plot twist. But it was it was so late at night; I barely made it through that. Yeah, because uh, you know I had to work the next morning,
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's understandable. My 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 internet was out all day. Uh, my internet went out at five oh one, and it didn't come back on until like nine forty five p.m.
0: So, how many holes in the plaster did you punch?
1: Uh, too many right too many i
0: gotta
1: call a plaster guy now fuck <laughs> yeah hell yeah well uh bazongas i am getting the light uh over here on my end so thank you so much for joining me it's been super fun talking to you about wrestling yeah dude Thanks, you man you want to uh you want to plug some social media um no <laughs> all right sounds good you can find me at funky sam medina you can find the podcast on twitter at pwn podcast and uh everything else at hypothetical comedy hell yeah uh, special shout out to our guest, Danny Bezongas. Thank you very much, Danny. Have a fucking wonderful evening. Later.